Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love recording my podcast and I love it even more when you listen and leave me a comment or a review. Oh, and if you have any questions that you'd like to ask and have me answer on the podcast or you would like me to interview someone you'd love to listen to, please send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and I really want to help you with your business. That's really what I'm here for. So if you have any questions, you know, what can I answer for you on the podcast? Feel free to DM me on Instagram and we'll get it in the schedule. All right. So today I want to talk to you about improving your online store sales. Um, and it's literally a flow on from last week's episode because I wasn't quite done talking about this. <laughs> so let's dive in. I'm going to give you three simple tips for improving your online store sales. Number one, make it simple and very clear. I'm not sure if you tuned in last week, but I mentioned that I went to order flowers to share our sympathies to someone who had lost a family member. And I must have visited half a dozen websites, like many florists, lost my business because they didn't make it clear or simple for me. Um, So basically the backstory is they live in another state and I went into Google, trust your Google, found a number of different florists and I just started at the top, right? And one by one, I kind of just closed off the browsers because they just didn't make it simple or clear. They either used fancy or vague names to differentiate between what I think were sizes, like different sizes of bouquets, um, or they didn't have ready-to-pick bouquets for me to choose from and I had to go with a florist's choice. Um, or they weren't very clear on the process in terms of ordering um, and when it would be delivered. Honestly, if you have a website and you make me pick up the phone to order, that's a no for me. <laughs> I'm I'm that generation that, look, I will pick up the phone if I absolutely have to and there is no other option. But if there are other options and I can literally just whip out my credit card and send a bunch of flowers to someone, then you've got my business. So when creating your online store, make it a simple process, like it needs to be as simple as possible. And it doesn't need fancy words. Sure, it needs a really good description and, you know, copywriting, but above all, it needs to be really easy to be understood. It needs to be so simple that my 85-year-old grandmother could order online, and she's pretty tech-savvy, to be honest. So make it very simple and make it clear. When someone visits your website, they need to immediately be clear on what it is that you sell. So no beach photos or fields of flowers or whatever, um, or words that say, welcome to our website. If you do that, you're wasting really precious real estate. Your website needs to show and tell exactly what you do or sell without the need for me to scroll down. So that's number one, make it simple and clear. And if you want to hear more about, you know, my story about the florists last week and what was all wrong with it, um, with all the websites, 
tune in to last week's episode because, yeah, I talk about that in that episode. Number two, think from a shopper's point of view. Again, I am referring back to my visit to a number of florists' websites, um, and it would have been great if they had created their websites with their shopper in mind, like with me as a customer in mind. So think about how do your customers shop? Why would someone have the need to order flowers online or whatever you sell? So most of the florists' websites that I went to had a wedding category on their website, which is great, but there are other occasions to send flowers. And I'm pretty sure that sympathy bouquets to, you know, to um, say I'm thinking of you, that they get ordered quite often. Or other categories like congratulations, like when we first moved into our house. Um, my mum sent me some flowers and it came from a florist that had to drive 25 minutes to deliver them. I'm sure that there was one closer, but you know what? Again, if you don't make it easy um, or you don't have a website, <laughs> um, your business is going to miss out. So there are different categories. So, you know, um, for example, occasions. Oh, if categories like occasions don't work, think about colors. Like I wanted to send a bunch of flowers that was mostly white, but none of the sites I went to had the option to shop for a specific color. Um, maybe they did. Like I said last week, I didn't go into certain areas because it needs to be easy for me. I don't want to have to go in and go pick and mix my whole, that, that just takes too long. <laughs> You've lost my business. Um, so when you think about your site, think about how your customer shops. So for example, when I shop for clothes, I often shop by size or by body shape in addition to a specific product like pants or a jumper or whatever. So put yourself in the mind of your shopper. Or if you just, you know, not entirely sure, you want to, you know, um, really make sure that you've crossed all of um, the T's and dotted all of the I's. Visit a number of sites and write down what you love about them and what you don't like about them. That's the easiest way to start. You kind of go, oh, I really like that they've done that. Oh, and that really makes it easy. Things like that. Sometimes we need to just do some online shopping ourselves to see what makes a good website and a good online shopping experience. So that's number two. Think about it from a shopper's point of view. Number three, be really clear on what is going to happen next. So when you go into a store in person, like, you know, in real life, you walk through a door, um, you can actually look at the products. You can touch them, you can try them on, you can smell them. But online, you can't do any of that. So you're very much relying on descriptions and photos. When you purchase in person, the cashier may ask if you want it gift wrapped, if it's a gift, or he or she will ask if you want to pay cash or card, um, or if you want a bag, or you know, all of that. And then once the transaction is done, you walk out of the store with your purchase, like physically you're carrying it out. And it's a very different experience when you purchase online. And that is why everything needs to be clearly stated out and every step needs to be covered. You cannot leave anything open to assumptions or you'll probably start receiving lots of emails or messages from customers who have questions about their purchase. So you need to spell out all of the features, show as many images as you can from different angles with different models or in different settings. And to use the example of the florist again, when I finally decided on the bouquet, um, I actually had the option to order it in three different sizes, but the image only showed it in one size. 
So I had no reference of what the other sizes look like. You know, I didn't know what was small, medium or big. I don't, like, I didn't know. Um, So I ordered the default setting, which was a small bouquet, because I didn't know the difference. Had they shown me the three different sizes, I may have purchased a different size. And so it would have increased my order value. So you need to spell it out. You need to show it all. Um, You need to tell them what is happening when someone orders. Tell them step by step what you'll do. So how long does it take for you to pick and pack the item? Or maybe you need to create it first and that takes longer. You need to tell them that. Also, give them an estimate of how long postage will take because most people will ask you where their item is if you don't tell them what to expect. Um, And I'm sure that you've got better things to do than answer questions about postage all the time. Um, So let's never make assumptions that someone knows what to expect, even if we live in a digital world and most of us shop online regularly. And it might be super obvious to you, but it will not be obvious to your customer. So make a commitment to offer the best shopping experience and customer service that you can offer. And this doesn't mean that you need to add in freebies or things like that. It means that you need to tell people exactly what to expect and when. It really makes for a much better experience when you keep things simple and when you look at it from a shopper's perspective and you tell them exactly what to expect. You might be sitting there thinking, hang on, she was going to tell me tips to improve my store sales. Yes, and I just did. Your task is to go over your website and make sure it is as simple as it can be Look at it from a shopper's point of view and start making changes to literally spell out everything. You might need to add more photos. You might need to explain the post-purchase part better and literally start making some small changes and see how this improves your sales. Sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. All right, I'm going to let you sit with that one. That's it for this week, for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. And look, I'm here to help you. I want this to be helpful. So hopefully it was. Let me know in the reviews or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know if you have questions um, or, you know, yeah, let me know what you think. I want to know if this is actually helpful for you. Okay, I can't wait to share more marketing tips with you next week. And if you're ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download practical free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day. 